This call is being recorded. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. This is Liberty Stewart. Good morning. Good morning, Liberty Stewart. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. So back to you. Happy Wednesday. Thank you so much. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Good Susie. Morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Same to you. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. God's got her back all the time. You have a blessed day. You too. Thank you so much. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Felicita. This is Janet. I just wanted to tell you that I really love your positivity. You are so amazing. Every time I hear your voice, you really kind of make me happy. Oh, thank you so much. Good morning and happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Thank Good you. morning, Brother Michael. Good morning, Valerie. Good, Good morning, pretty. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Have a great day. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Hey, hey. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Good morning, Valacitas. It's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Can you guys, uh, I went to try to put a prayer in, but uh, if you have to do it before 6 o'clock. I just want, I'm having a leg problem now on the left leg. And okay. if you guys can pray for me. I appreciate yes, it. We definitely will. Healing for your left leg. Yeah, I can barely walk on it. So. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Can, this is Susie again. Can you please pray for me for um, the pain going away from me, please? Okay. And this is for your leg and your back? My left leg and my lower back, yes. Okay. I got you down, Susie. Thank you so much. You're God welcome. bless you. God bless you as well. Thank you. Good morning, it's kindness. Good morning, kindness. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. I have a little testimony. I'll wait till you. Oh, I'm ready. I'd love to hear it. 
I just wanted to thank my Declare Victory family for praying for me constantly and covering me. Last year, I applied when I first got to Delta for something called Velvet. It's a big thing within the company, and you have to be invited in, like they have to invite you. And many people from all over the world apply, and they get denied. Well, they, I was on vacation on my way to Reno on Tuesday, Thursday. My boss called. She said, she texted me. She said, are you up? Call me. And when I called, I said, what's up, Jen? She said, guess what, Tracy? You got expected into Velvet. You're going to be flying out on company business at the end of the month. And so I just want to give God thanks and praise because it's hard to get into Velvet. And I did it and I got in. So I just want to say thank you. And it's only God, only God. Well, to God be the glory. That is awesome. Love that testimony. Praise God. And congratulations. Congratulations, Sister Tracy. Congratulations. Thank you. That is awesome. Congratulations, Sister Tracy. We're so proud of you, Sister. Yes, we are. Congratulations to Diane. Well deserved. <laughs> yes, yes. And good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It's Moxie. I love you guys. Good morning, Moxie. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. It's Kenya. Can I put in a quick prayer request? My birthday was Monday, and when I tell you I woke up in pain, I can't move. I've been my back is all jacked up. I've been in bed all day yesterday and today. So if you guys could just put in a prayer request so this pain can go away, I would love yes. it. Thank you so much. Absolutely, we we got you covered. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good, Good morning, morning. It's Krishonda. God bless you. Good morning, Krishonda. And I heard one other person. Good morning. My name is Stephanie. Um, if I could, could I also put in a prayer request? Um, I lost my mother um, December the 31st, and it's been really rough um, to just face different things and challenges. So I'm asking for prayer. Absolutely. Did you say your name was Destiny? Stephanie. Yes, Stephanie. Ma'am. I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. Okay, Stephanie, yes, ma'am. we we definitely yes. will be praying for you um, for healing and comfort as you grieve yes, the loss ma'am. of your mother. Thank you so much. And good can morning. I, can I put a prayer request in it, Susie? Okay, Susie. It's um, my my lower left, my left leg. Is causing me quite a bit of pain uh, when I stand up. Okay, I have you down, Susie, for oh, healing for your left leg and your lower back. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot to. Yes. Um, good morning. This is uh, Sister Liberty again. I forgot. I wanted to put uh, my grandchildren on the prayer uh, list this morning. Thank you so much. Okay. All seven of them. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Is this for um, healing? Um, This is just for um, just prayer in general. 
Okay, just they're, covering. They're preteens and, and teenagers, and I got one that's going off to college here in a couple of more months, and so I just want, you know, covering over them, and, you know, for them, that they can turn their life over to God at any age, so I'm praying for them to turn their life over to God and that they're covered. Okay, I got that. Um, got Thank it down, you. Liberty. Thank you so Thank much. You're welcome. God bless. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in to join us for the month of February, where our monthly theme is entitled Holy Spirit. The declarers will focus on what, who, and how the Holy Spirit has impacted their lives. Also, what one can do to be more in tune to the Holy Spirit. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing. Um, please place your phones on mute. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests. The first one is for, um, from Diane. She is asking for prayer for healing for her left leg. She's been experiencing a lot of pain. pain. Uh, Susie is asking for prayer for healing for her left leg and her lower back. And Tracy had a awesome testimony. She was selected for a very special and exclusive Delta event. And so um, we're just giving God all the glory, honor, and praise. Uh, Kenya is asking for prayer for healing for her back. And Stephanie is asking for prayer for healing and comfort during uh, grieving of the loss of her mother. And then Liberty is asking for prayer for her seven grandchildren, asking for God's covering to be upon them. Okay. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy, declaration by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I'll repeat the order. 
Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy, declaration by Dion, and then closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is from Isaiah chapter 4, verse 4. The Lord will wash away the filth of the women of Zion. He will cleanse the bloodstains from Jerusalem by a spirit of judgment and a spirit of fire. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Christina Joy. Have a blessed day. for the opportunity to be close to you. We thank you for the opportunity to be a part of what you're doing in the earth. Creation is groaning, awaiting for your sons and daughters to realize who they are. Father, we thank you for allowing us to be a part of a movement that's awakening sons and daughters. That's awakening the dead. That's the awakening the sleeping soul. Hallelujah. We thank you for the resurrection power. Thank you for worship. Hallelujah. We thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your spirit. That's the same power that resurrected Jesus Christ from the dead. It's the same spirit and the same power that lives inside of us even now as we worship. Father, we worship from our spirit. Hallelujah. Not from a hey, not from a fleshly place, but from our spirits we worship. From our souls we give deep love and worship. This is all about you. This is all about you. This is all about you. No one is the star. There's no celebrities. There's no one It's only about Jesus. Hallelujah. It's only about Jesus. It's only about Jesus. You are Father, I just thank you right now. I thank you for the indwelling of your precious Holy Spirit. Filling our temple even now. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. I ask right now, I ask right now that you would have mercy upon us. 
because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion for us. You would blot out the stains of our sins, that you would wash us clean from our guilt, that you would purify us even now. We come boldly before your throne during our time of need. We humble ourselves before you. We recognize that it's only against you and you alone that we have sinned and done what is evil in your sight. And we know that you were proved right in what you say. And your judgment is just. As you would purify us, purify us even now. Let us feel the purification of your spirit even now. In our hearts, so that we shall be clean. That you wash us with the blood of Jesus that makes us whiter than snow. That you give us that joy. Let us rejoice. Let us not keep looking at our sins, but we thank you that the blood removes the stain of our guilt, creating us a clean heart, oh God. Renew a right spirit within us. Do not cast us away from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit away from us, but instead restore to us the joy of our salvation. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Father, we need you. We need you. And all we have to give you now is a broken spirit, broken bones, painful bodies, a broken and a contrite heart. And we need everything that you can give us in this hour, in this season, and even in this very second. I ask Jehovah Rapha that you would cause us suddenly healing. call out Diane, we call out Susie, we call out Kenya, that you would allow the spirit of infirmity and any entity of demonic pain to be released from their bodies in the mighty name of Jesus. For God, you said, let light shine out of darkness. So I ask because you are the father of light, because you allow your light to shine in them, that there is any entity of darkness within them, anything that the enemy is using even now to cause pain. We ask right now that you would cause your miracle working power to touch the pain on the left leg, touch the pain on the lower back, touch even the pain in their heart. I come against self-pity in the mighty name of Jesus, and I say, we bind you, strong man, in Jesus' name. I ask right now, Father, that you would allow for there to be a removing of scales of the eyes for Liberty's grandchildren, that they would receive salvation. I ask right now that you would allow for any spirit of oppression to be cast from them so that they will be open to receive the good news of the gospel. I thank you for the prayers that Liberty has given for her grandchildren that ascend into your throne, being presented before you in golden bowls of incense with a sweet smelling 
aroma. I thank you even now that it's her prayers. It is the alms and the thanksgiving and worship that speaks on her behalf as she plants seeds for not only her children, not only her future generations, but until the coming of Christ that you have allowed for her prayers to be reverberated into the eternal realm. I thank you right now that you are a God of peace and comfort and you will allow for Stephanie to feel you, Jehovah Shalom, that she shall feel your presence even now. She shall feel that even though she doesn't understand why you allow the timing and the passing of loved ones, we know that there is a season to live and there is a season to die. So I ask that if there is any questions in her heart, you would give her a spirit of wisdom and understanding. You would give her that spirit even now. You would remove any spirit of doubt and you would instead give her those things. I ask if she has any fear about death, that instead of fear of dying, God, you give her the fear of the Lord, knowing God, that if we dwell in you, we will never ever die. So we thank you for even allowing for her to know and a joy in her heart that she shall be reunited with her loved ones at the day and at the moment that you have appointed. Mm. I thank you for your purity of your spirit. I thank you. I thank you for your power. For you said that when they were filled with the Holy Ghost, they began to speak as the Spirit gave them utterances. We thank you for the power of the tongues of fire. We thank you that even now you are allowing power to come over us, that you will allow that to be manifested by the nine supernatural gifts of the Spirit. I thank you right now for releasing new realms of power over each and every one of us, that we will receive words of wisdom, words of knowledge, that we shall receive faith, the gift of healing, the working of miracles, prophecy and discernment of spirits, all kinds of tongues and interpretation of those tongues. I thank you for us being a reflection of Jesus from the fruit of the Spirit. Let us reflect your love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And as we begin to take our phones off of mute, we come knowing that our prayers shall not be your vows, but they shall reverberate in the heavens. Thank you. 
So I thank you that we have confidence in knowing that if we ask anything according to your will, not only do you hear us, but we already possess that of which we ask of you. And while we were still speaking, you were hearing. So I thank you that you have heard our prayers as you always hear them, and you have answered them, and we possess the answers even now. And I thank you for your blood. I thank you, Jesus, for everything that you do. And I thank you for indwelling us with your spirit. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray as I pass the call. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the Most High God, who is great and greatly to be praised. Good morning, God morning. Great morning and happy Wednesday to each and every one of you. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. For it is good for us to come into the house of worship. And I know this is not a physical building, but I thank God this morning that I can feel uh, the postures of our heart leaning in toward the truth of the living word of God. Amen. Amen. God be praised this morning. Thank you, Valuable, for uh, hosting and greeting. Thank you, Christina, for your uh, share this morning. I won't even just call it a prayer. Thank you for your pour this morning. Truly, God is uh, worthy of all adoration, glory, and honor for his sovereignty. He is to be praised this morning. It is Wait While You Wait Wednesday. It's the day that we have set aside for uh, our personal sacrifice of self, uh, our time that we spend in the presence of God. We don't just push back our plate. That would just be considered a diet, but we literally um, make active decisions uh, to spend time in the presence of God and really take the time to commune with Holy Spirit in an effort to have clarity of thought clarity of path, clarity of pursuit, and clarity of purpose. It is imperative for the believer to um, decide to cooperate with the instructions of our Father, especially in this hour. It is critical, it is crucial that you are able to discern the voice of God uh, without the aid of someone else. You'll need to know who, what, where, when, and how uh, on every level right up and through here. And so I want to extend the invitation to those that may be new to the call. You may have joined today for the first time. We want to invite you um, simply to push back your plate from now until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, Surely if you're on the East Coast, um, your time will end differently And uh, as a matter of fact, I think I'm going to start making provisions for uh, that end so that there is someone online at at 3 and at 5 for all of our East Coast um, and perhaps even Central Standard Time folks, because I know your your fast will actually end a little bit sooner. So again, I want to give this disclaimer, if in fact you are on medication, and your your body uh, will not sustain a full fast. 
um, perhaps just sustain from meat during that time. So maybe, you know, just no sugary stuff, no soda pops, stuff like that. Um, nevertheless, we are still in this absolutely amazing restorative process of talking about uh the operation, the function, the unction, um, the strength that Holy Spirit offers to the life of a believer. Yesterday, we got to experience a very powerful moment of restoration and um, the manifestation of answered prayers from diligence um, through a group of sisters. It, it is always uh, mind-blowing when God allows us to see those things take place. Um, and I'm just grateful to God for the process. Amen. Amen. Uh, this morning, if I were to coin my share, um, uh-oh, not that one. Uh-oh, somebody needs to mute. Amen. Um, if I were to coin, coin my share this morning, um, it would be uh, lose your life. Lose your life. Oh, amen. Um, and and when I when I say that, um, one of the most difficult things for us to do as believers is trust the process. Trust the process. Um, and as always, I'm going to give a disclaimer because I like to give practical stories um, because for so many, it helps to connect the dots. It helps to um, kind of wrap your mind around this grandiose idea of a God that is so loving that everything he is, he went inside of himself. He didn't consult anyone. He didn't uh, refer to anyone when he had you in mind. He looked inside his greatness. He went inside of his deity and formed the likeness of himself in you uh, and sent you into the earth on assignment. Let me say that again. He sent you on the earth on assignment. That means that there is purpose in who you are. You aren't accidental. You aren't coincidental. You didn't just happen to show up. But the all-seeing, all-knowing, all-majestic, um, all-holy, all-righteous, all-wise God. Uh, he didn't counsel with anyone prior to selecting uh, your mother's DNA uh, and, and pairing it with your father's DNA. He knew what your endocrine system would look like. He had an idea in his mind of uh, what your molecular structure would be he understood without a shadow of a doubt uh what your vascular system would look like he designed you perfectly uh with himself in mind with himself in mind he designed you uh so that your life 
would be superimposed on the lives of others in an effort to bring glory and honor to himself. Selah. So, so when we pause, we do that so that you you let that set in because we we know information without revelation, it it still is not an impartation. It is the goal that supernaturally, it is my prayer that supernaturally there be a supernatural impartation of a greater understanding. When God wants to change your life, he sends you a person. In about 2006, uh, 2000, I guess it started probably about 2003, four, five, um, those years, I became a licensed a certified foster parent. And I had a set of uh, Hispanic babies. Their names were Caesar and Cruz. <clears throat> they were my introduction. They were 20 months when I got them. And um, that process for me um, was extremely cathartic very therapeutic. The entire um, training for me, and, and you'd have to know my history to understand that for the first time while going through this process, I felt validated as a human being, had several attachment disorders. I didn't want to connect to anything because I was so accustomed to losing things that it was easier um, to be very neutral and extremely nonchalant and unconcerned than it was for me to engage or to connect or to allow myself to gravitate toward um, permanent connections or relationships. And Caesar and Cruz, when I got them, couldn't speak a word of English. So they were. Uh, dropped off into the system. I got them with a garbage bag with about two or three outfits. And I remember having to use my hands to explain uh, to little bitty babies that this food was for them. And they were um, a, a really great gift in that uh, they had learned how to survive. And Caesar was the big one. It was one big one and one really little one. <laughs> The big one took care uh, of the little one. So Caesar took care of Cruz, who was far more docile, far more introverted. I remember one time stepping away, probably for about 60 seconds, and by the time I came back, and I promise I'll make all this make sense, by the time I came back, Caesar had gathered Cheetos and had the big, gigantic, now this is a 20-something-month-old baby, the big gigantic jug of Hawaiian punch. He had got himself two cups. And I mean, this is in a matter of, of maybe 60 seconds. He had poured himself a cup of juice along with my floor. He had gotten on the counter with a stool and got a banana and opened it, bit it open and broke it in half and gave his brother one half and gave 
himself one half had some Cheetos and some juice in no time flat. Now, I had never seen anything like this in my life, but he made sure that his brother had what he needed. He was his helper. Again, if I were to coin this, I would call it lose your life. Caesar had figured out how to survive. He he didn't know that he had been rescued. He didn't understand that he didn't have to fend for himself anymore. He didn't understand that there was somebody who uh, was put in place to advocate for him. Well, years continued, and by the time it was all said and done, I had seven boys in total, four that were um, considered foster children, and of course, my three sons, and each one, every nationality I had. Uh, Arthur, we called him Brother Man. He was, his family, his origin was Cambodia. <laughs> and then we had Lionel Foster, and honey, Lionel did not want nobody to know that he was a foster anything. He said, uh, Yanni, can you tell the people that you're my god, Ma? <laughs> Absolutely, son, I can. I can do that. And then we had Zeke, and uh, we also had uh, Michael Mills and Michael Murphy. Well, Michael Mills, when I got him, he would only say hi and smile. He didn't say much. He was in high school. He had uh, been an F&D student from beginning to the end. And then finally, with my special self, because at this point I'm working for the Vallejo Unified School District, and I met this young man. I promise I'll tie all this together, and I'm going to give you scripture to support it. And we're talking about losing your life. One day, a young man came to my job at the time. I worked with the after-school program and site safety along with the 59 other things <laughs> that I did that coincided with me being a foster parent. There was a young man that walked onto campus, and he was black as midnight, but he had the most beautiful smile. But he stunk to high heaven. He, he obviously didn't have a place to bathe. You know, it was very recognizable. And um, he walked in belligerent and cussing. And I mean, he cut up something terrible. And by the grace of God, something inside of me said, there's so much more than what you see. And um, I remember engaging him and I remember looking him directly in his eyes and I could see him see that I could see him. I saw it the moment he got the revelation that I wasn't just a person, I, that I was something different. Long story short, we spent quite a bit of time together at this school and he would cut up and Every time he would cut up, they'd be like, okay, we're going to call Miss Dion. And he'd be like, okay, okay, I'll settle down. <laughs> so before it was all said and done, his mother had put him out. And one night he was under a bridge while it was raining. 
and he was texting me from under the bridge and he asked me if he committed suicide, would he die and go to hell? And so, of course, me being who I am, I began to ask him why he would commit suicide. And he said, because there's no reason for me to be here. This God we serve looked into himself. He uh, didn't consult or confer with anyone before he extracted your life from his life with himself in mind. And so me being who I am, I texted him back and said, where are you? And he told me where he was, and I, I went and picked him up. And when when I got him, I brought him in the house and gave him some and mind you, this is sixteen, seventeen year old boy. Gave him some bath towels and told him to go ahead and, you know, go take yourself a shower and got him some clothes. And mind you, I have a house full of boys at this point. Me with my little single self, um, I'ma save the world. We're talking about you gotta lose yourself. So this young man um went and took a shower. But when he got out of the shower, he looked at me as if I expected something from him. And I'm talking about something perverted. He looked at me like, in exchange for this, what do I have to do? And I remember looking him dead in his eyes, saying, sweetheart, I don't, I don't want anything from you. I want you to sleep well tonight. I want you to get you some rest. And I could see his shoulders going from being um, really, really tightened up close to his ears, to his whole entire body, relaxing like she came and got me. She gave me clothes. She gave me some place to take a shower, and she doesn't want anything. We're talking about a great and awesome God. We're talking about the power of his presence being um, active in our lives in such a way that it is visible, not just to you. <laughs> not just on Sundays, but we're talking about a God who selected you for specific assignments in the earth. And um, again, just to kind of sum up this story, and then I'll go into scripture text because I want it to be clear. This this child of mine, now I have eight kids. <laughs> but God provided. Um, and and this, this baby had been through so much and he had uh, had such a hard life that he had no clue what to do with this um, unconditional love, this love that had no stipulations, this love that provided, this love that made sure that he ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner and gave him lunch money. And he wasn't a foster child. He was one of the students at my school. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, y'all. I promise I don't. But because he couldn't accept the gift of acceptance, he went through the steps and the measures to sabotage himself. He would go to church and the Bible study. I took all the boys. Uh, by the time it was all said and done, they all got baptized by the grace of God. And um, one day, Pat got in trouble at school. And one of our agreements were you can stay as long as you, um, as long as you go to school. I said in a, in a certain amount of time, I need you to get a job so you can start preparing yourself to live and to take care of yourself. But 
outside of that, you, this, this is home. Everything that's here belongs to you. And so because he thought that I was going to be angry with him because he didn't want to go to school because he didn't know how to read. Well, I, I didn't know all of that when I got him. I didn't know. So he would create ruckuses at school to get put out because he was ashamed of not being able to maintain or keep up because he had been in and out of juvenile hall his whole entire life. And one day I came home, and this is after he had decided that he wasn't going back to school anymore, and he knew that that was part of our agreement. And he had robbed me. <laughs> and we're talking about losing your life. And I was so hurt because my kids were hurt because he was their brother. See, he didn't have the capacity to receive the gift of the advocate that was sent to uh, assist him with growth. He didn't have the ability to wrap his mind around what it looks like to be part of a family that accepted you with all of your brokenness, that uh, would wrap their arms around you in spite of. Now, uh, there was no expectation of perfection because I understood that dysfunction was all that he knew. We're talking about losing our lives. And I remember being hurt that turned into anger because everything that you took, you already had access to. And in that process, I, I remembered um, really the, the truth that I didn't know that God went inside of himself. He didn't consult anyone. He didn't uh, confer with anyone when he designed me and sent me into this earth. And I remember having to go through a season of uh, allowing my heart to be mended. And one day I was sitting in church, and this is maybe uh, months and months and months after he robbed me. And he and he got me, too. Everything electronic. He stole everything. And if y'all know anything about me, I'm a tech head. So I don't buy remedial stuff. When I buy electronics, I buy real stuff. I was furious. And he took all his brother's games and this, that, and third. He did, he did the fool. And um, I'm sitting in church, the church that I would take them to every Sunday. And one Sunday, he walked through the door. And when he walked through the door, everything he had done was absolutely irrelevant. With the heart of a mother, I just saw my son. I didn't see a broken little boy who had robbed me. I didn't see a kid who didn't have the capacity to receive the love of an advocate. I didn't see um, a, a little uh, criminal little boy. I didn't see any of that. I just saw my kid. And in that moment, the Holy Spirit said to me, he is no different than you. <laughs> He, there is no variation. When I got you, you were stinky and full of life and life 
experiences and exposure. It was you that was broken and tattered and bruised. It was you who didn't realize that I'm a sovereign God and I didn't confer or consort or have a conversation with anybody before I created you. I knew you. I knew you in your unformed state and all the days of your life were written. Before you lived one day, you didn't know, you didn't have an idea that I had given you, equipped you, empowered you with help down on the inside of yourself that was the likeness of me, the reflection of me through your eyes. You didn't understand that everything that is already was. You didn't get that you didn't have to take what you already had full access to according to what is written of you in heaven's books. You didn't know that I am for you. And I cried and that baby cried and I remember talking to him um, just uh, probably about two years ago. And he said, um, they, the kids call me Yami. That means your other mommy, right? So Yami, you like literally changed my life. I didn't know that somebody could love you even when you blow it. And I, I he said, I had to go through all the things that I went through. And now he's a father. <laughs> He has a set of twin girls, and so he said he has some grandbabies. And I, I, I think about it today. It's amazing how God will allow you to experience some things in an effort to lose your life. That moment was revolutionary for me in that I realized that that's what it looks like when God loves us. That's what it feels like when God changes us. That's what it feels like when God brings us into himself and gifts us with uh, the advocate, the paraclete, the paracletos, uh, the new, the, the ruha, the pneuma of God. When we have down on the inside of ourselves the power to overcome anything, the, the truth of who he is lives inside of who you are. We are adopted into a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. Every single thing that we need, the advocate provides. But the question is, are you willing to lose your life to gain another one? See, all all Patrick had to do was agree with the process. <laughs> but this is the this is the beautiful thing. That it doesn't matter if he agreed or he disagreed. Our responsibility as believers is to plant the seed. The process is the process, and we don't dictate how long it takes. So let me, because I'm at, uh, I didn't realize that my little story was going to take that long. Um, but let me let me give you some scripture context, um, just so y'all don't say I didn't teach. <laughs> right, so Matthew 16, 25, 26, 27, something like that. Um, the combination, it says, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. Right? What what does it profit a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? 
For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Now, the interpretation of that um, can lead to several different things. There, there are things that God wants you to experience. I believe that we all have our, our reckoning moments. I believe we all have our supernatural manifestations of the truth of who God is to us individually and collectively. I believe that God gives us those glimpses into our destiny in moments in time where we recognize who the Son of Man is through us, through the power of the Holy Spirit. When I think about some of my experiences and exposures as a believer along the way to here, along the process, the journey, the um, the breaking, the crushing, the transformation, the consecration, along that path, God has identified himself in my life as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. When he uh, changed me uh, in my mindset, my heart posture, my mentality, my understanding from a slave to a friend to a servant to a son, when he gave me the revelation that everything that he is, every gift that he has, every uh, uh, mountaintop that he has already established so that he be lifted up and draw all men unto him is based on my agreement with understanding that Holy Spirit is sent to empower us. And sometimes you don't even realize, especially when you're not in relationship consistently, you don't even realize the unction of what he does and some of the assignments he will give. You think you just had a good idea. When in fact, if you understood that partnering with Holy Spirit will change outcomes. Partnering with Holy Spirit will change destinies. Partnering with Holy Spirit brings fresh revelation. Partnering with Holy Spirit brings agreement in such a way that the manifestation of his power uh, superimposes on your life and every room you walk into, you will shift with your presence. Every life that you encounter will absolutely be multiplied. Let me say this. The Lord gave me this um, last night, and I woke up all through the night uh, with this ringing in my heart and in my spirit. If it does not add or multiply, it is dying, whatever it is, be it a relationship, be it a friendship, be it a partnership, but under whatever circumstance, it is momentous, it is moving, there is trajectory, there is momentum in that thing. But if there is not addition or multiplication, it is dead or it is dying. And it made me begin to consider connection. It made me begin to consider ideas or uh, patterns or habits. If you evaluate your life right this moment, 
if you just take a glimpse into your purpose and into your promise, if, if you don't know your purpose, if you look around you at the things around you, be it uh, your job, your, uh, your relationships, all of the things that matter at the end of the day, your finances, your health, if it doesn't add or multiply, it is expiring, right? It is literally dissipating before your very eyes. It's disseminating. It is being broken up. It is being, um, uh, in some instances, imploding. Some instances, exploding. It just depends. But I want you to consider this as I get ready to transition into um, the hosting and greeting for the second time in our Love, Life, and Victory discussion. What are you willing to lose in order to ensure multiplication, duplication, addition? Because at the end of the day, when we lose our lives, when we begin to agree, agree with God, when we begin to partner with Holy Spirit, when we begin to actively live our lives in such a way that we understand that we have an advocate, when we stop self-sabotaging, when we stop putting ourselves in a position where we feel like we have an idea, we have an agenda, <laughs> we have the thought process that's going to get us to the other side, when in fact, you have to lose your life to gain it. And that means Holy Spirit starts to override that carnality, right, that that fiscal living, that uh, uh, just, as the Bible would call it, riotous living, just doing whatever you like because we were created by a sovereign God who went inside of himself, didn't consult with anyone in an effort to design who you are, and it, nothing really changes until you come to the end of yourself. When, when your idea doesn't sound like the best idea anymore, somebody needs to mute their phone. When your thought process isn't cooperating with the truth of who God says you are, you change how you approach things. You change how you uh, look at things. And I remember even after uh, when, when Patrick came to the church and um, we stood there and hugged, and he apologized pro profusely. I didn't get my things back, but what I did get was access to a soul. I got access to being able to impart to him supernaturally. Because, see, a, 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 a person, especially considering nobody gave me anything to bring him into my house, it was orchestrated divinely by Holy Spirit because I was built for it. Right? Everything costs something. I pay it all over again for him to know that he is accepted in the beloved. Right? I do it all over again. And even with what happened, ultimately, at the end of the day, if he knows nothing else, he knows that no matter what he's done, and I want to tell somebody this morning, I, I don't care what you've done. I don't care what mistakes you have made. I don't care uh, how many times you've blown it. His love for us is so vicious, he'll kick down doors. And he loves us so greatly that he gave us himself, living inside of ourselves in an effort to give us 
action at living and abiding in the truth of who he spoke you into. It's not your ideas, not your goals. It's not your benchmarks. It's not your uh, daydream about the big fancy house and the car because we in a season of separation, y'all. I need y'all to be real clear about it. There, the wheat and the tear, uh, they, they are being separated. And it, it's not, this is a, a global word. This is not just me saying this. If you keep listening, um, you have to learn, as the sons of Issachar did, to discern the times. You've got to pay attention to what's going on in the government, in the world, in the climate. There are so many things that are transpiring right underneath our nose. And if you are not engaged with relationship with Holy Spirit, you will miss it. 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 And so I speak prophetically to your spirit man saying, come alive and be alert. Be okay with coming to the end of yourself, actively engaging with Holy Spirit, that your life would be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you would no longer self-sabotage, that you would realize that you have an advocate, that you don't have to steal or take anything because it all belongs to you from the foundation of the earth. You've already been established in the heavens. All you have to do is manifest in the earth. All you have to do is trust the process. And so with that being said, I pray that something that I spoke this morning um, touched something inside of you in such a way that it would add to you, that it would multiply what's already there. I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened according to Psalms 119, 130, that the entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding to you so that you begin to get who you are through the eyes of God, how he sees you, how he identifies you, how he chose um, to project you in the earth for himself, for his glory. You were created to bring God glory. With the partnering with the Holy Spirit, not only do you bring God glory, but you add to the kingdom. We know for a fact that hell is being enlarged every day. But you were designed to be the one that would go into the fire and snatch people out, not with a whole bunch of Jesus free commentary, but with your life. Your life was created to be an addition. Your life was created to be multiplication for the nations. You aren't a little bitty deal. You aren't uh, something to shake a stick at. You are somebody, baby. You are something else. <laughs> you are perfect by design. You can't lose with the stuff you use because what it is is supernatural. It is impossible for you to fail. You were made to bend and not about you is beautiful. Everything about you is perfect. Everything about you reflects the heart of the Father, even your shortcomings, the things you still hold on to because you've created that would help you survive. Listen, in kingdom living, you don't survive, you thrive. Anything that is not being added to or multiplying is being dwindled and diminished. Anything that is not causing you to grow, to thrive, and to fail, and to have momentum moving forward is slowly killing you. 
Do an inventory today. Those of you that are fasting, begin to ask Holy Spirit to light up the places that are dark. Light up the places in your heart that are hardened. Light up the places in your heart that have your mind believing anything other than you are accepted in the beloved. The word of God is the truth and everything else is a lie. You've got to know what the word of God says about who you are. Amen, amen, and amen. This is the time that we have set aside to connect and greet with um, perhaps somebody that may have just joined the call today for the first time, or maybe you've been listening for a while um, and you've never said hello or good morning. Now, of course, you don't have to. We do this because it is important to acknowledge people. Some people spend a course of their day living a very isolated life, especially folks that work at home and uh, folks that are um, in, in some cases in uh, uh, retirement homes or hospital beds. Or You guys have no idea how many people from so many different walks of life on this call. So we want to give you an opportunity. Now, again, this is a Ali Ali option free for the new people or folks that may have been on the call and you've just never said hello. Is there anyone? All right. Outside of that, the second call is going to be for the men. That means you were born a male. <laughs> And you got some bass in your voice and some testosterone in your bloodline. Are there any men that want to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Jr. Good morning. Hey, Jr. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. My pleasure. Hello, out here. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hello. Thank you. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning, my little sister. Good morning, love you. darling. I love you. Proud of you. I'll be praised. Amen. Anybody else? Any more men before we move forward? Good morning. Declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Sarge. Love you. Anybody else? Amen. All right, ladies. Now y'all, y'all can go ham. Good morning. Good morning. This is Georgia. That was excellent. Amen. Good morning, Georgia. Good morning. It's Jubilant. Hey, Ju. Good morning. Powerful message this morning. God be praised. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Samaje, good morning. Who else was that? Good morning. This is Prosperous. Beautiful share. Beautiful share. Amen. God be praised. Good morning, Miss Leonia. Great decoration. Thank you. Good morning, Mother. If you don't take it, here. Well, I hope they don't take it. <laughs> Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Magnificent. Awesome Ooh. message. Hey, Magnificent. Good morning. 
Good morning, it's Gloria. Good morning, Gloria. Good morning, Good morning, Cushanda. Grace. God bless. Krishanda, and who else? Grace? Grace is Gigi. Oh, hey, Gigi. Good morning, Gracious. Good morning. Good morning, Miss B. The, uh... Hey, Miss B. Good morning. Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Lady D. Good morning, it's beloved. Everyone have a wonderful yeah. Wednesday. God bless. Hey, beloved, and you have a wonderful Wednesday, too. Good morning. Good morning. This is Swanita. Hey, Swanita. Good morning. Good morning. This is Mary. Hey, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Monica. Hey, Monica. Good morning, Sanajay. Hey, Sanajay. Good morning. I thought I heard you. I was wrong. Oops. Good morning. Good morning. Persistent. Hey, persistent. Good morning. Good morning, it's Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Stephanie saying happy Wednesday. Thank you for your declaration. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Good morning, Saints. This is Leisha. Hey, Leisha. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Leon. It's me, Mary. Hey, me, Mary. Good morning. And who else was that? Carla. Hey, Carla. Good morning. Good morning. Mm-hmm. It's good to hear your voice. Well, thank you. Good morning. This hey. is Laquanda. Hey, Laquanda. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning. Peace and love. Peace and love. Renee. Renee. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. This is Sister Sylvia. I appreciate your share. I want to uh, have my granddaughters listen to that recording about not being here by accident and made by design. They can't fail because of that. Thank you so much. Absolutely. My absolute pleasure. Good morning, Dion. Thank you for the declaration. This is Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Good morning. Anybody else? Hey, girl. Hey. I've been feeling like a woman when I walk through. Holy spirit. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you, too. I put my glasses on last night. I was cuing it. I know what. What? Amen. Anybody else before we go into the love, life, and victory portion of the share? Good morning, beautiful people. This is me. Hey, me. Good morning. Amen. Um, Now is the time that we open up the call for. Um, just standard dialogue. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? Now is your time. 
this is Sister Liberty. I just want to say I was blessed on today. My daughter is on the line, so I was extra blessed to hear Laquanda say, it's me, Laquanda, good morning. And I was glad that we got that word together as a family. So I was, I'm just blessed. Your word, the word that came through was just magnificent. It was just beyond what I could ever expect for today. So thank you so, so much. I really appreciate you. God bless you, and we love you. Amen. God be praised. I love you guys right back. I promise I do. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning, Dion. Really quick. Hey, okay, good morning. Go. Really quick, man. Whenever you got me over, I, I said to myself, you know, I'm going to stop listening to Dion because every time I start listening to you, you be having me over here in tears, right? And um, when you talked about, um, you know, seeing yourself as God sees you and and your story of the young of the uh, of the young man who 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 you took in and just everything I was just so uh, deeply moved like I'm talking about I was like literally crying over here and um you know you uh you have a way of just touching my spirit and I so I so appreciate that I I went to work yesterday at two o'clock in the afternoon I didn't get off till almost uh three o'clock this morning and I'm tired, but I couldn't sleep because I had to get on the call. Right. So I just want to say thank you. God bless you. And, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Amen. Good morning. Uh, Amen. I Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. Um, you really touched my heart when you're speaking of having the seven boys and, um, and um, doing for them, and I remember myself having my three daughters at the time, and all of the children coming over for sleepovers because all of the mothers and different family members were um, using drugs or one thing or another in the acorns, and um, me having sleepovers and snow cones and different things and feeding them, you know, different peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or tuna fish, whatever I could afford because there's so many of them and how you took in the children. And then when you said there was the eighth child, Patrick, and I remember my son being um, um, dyslexic and him wanting to act out. And all I could do sometimes is just hug him because his rage in his body just got to be so strong. And then as he got older, I couldn't hug him no more. And then drugs took over my life for three years. And I hear you speaking about how God loves us even when we were unlovable. And the tears just got to flowing. And I tell you, if you're not touched by this, and if you can't relate to it, then God loves us even when we feel like we're unlovable. And I know that it's my turn to go out. And as I minister to women, and like I said, I celebrated 24 years in recovery, and I have talked to so many women, but it's for us to be able to give back what was so freely given to us. And that's how we honor God. Thank you for your share. Amen. Amen. Good stuff, Sister Stephanie. Good share. Thank you for sharing that. I believe I heard an additional um, man speaking. Did I? Am I wrong? Okay. Anybody else? Good morning, Saints. This is uh, Sister Alicia. And, you know, um, 
I always appreciate your declarations because it, it feels like it comes from the heart and it's from the Holy Spirit. And as you were talking about the story, all I can think of was the prodigal son and how, you know, he had everything in his father's house that he could want, but he still chose to want to take his inheritance and go out and have riotous living. But he remembered who he was and the stock he was cut from and what he had in his father's house. So when it got bad enough, he came back. And I believe that guy you brought in, you know, from your school, even though he robbed you, he knew where the goodness was. He knew where the love was. He knew where God was. And that's why he walked back in that church, because he could have walked in any church, but he chose that church. So I just appreciate the way that God works because it says and it says that there's nothing new under the sun. So this to me was just another example of the prodigal son. He just used you to play it out. So I appreciate your open and your vulner your openness, your vulnerability and your willingness to just speak the truth, even if you know it might hurt or it might be hard to say, but I appreciate it. So thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing. And God be praised. Amen. Anybody else? Yeah, it's Gigi. It's Gigi. Um, I just wanted to say, like, it's one thing that you, you always say, and you say it to me too, and you know, it starts with, it's just a choice. And you have to make the decision to just be willing to die and let go of your old you and be willing and just trust that God, he makes all things new. He ha- You have to do some work too. And that's letting go of your own trusting that he will make you new if you just allow him and be willing to surrender and let go and let the old you die and be ready and prepared when he makes you new. Absolutely. It's the truth. <laughs> or not. Completely up to you. It is absolutely a decision. A yep. Everything. Everything. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. It's Miss D. D. Wanda. I'm just saying hello this morning to everyone. Hi, BB family. (laughs) Hey, hey. Welcome. Glad to hear your voice this morning. It's a blessing to be heard. Amen. 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 Anybody else? Hey, Sister Dion, this is Persistent. I just want to say this to you. Hey, I love the God in you. I love the Holy Spirit in you. I love what you illuminate on the phone. I wish you had met my mother. She was that kind of person that woman that raised me is uh, would take any child in, anybody. She would always say that's somebody's child. Uh, whether we had big Thanksgivings or Christmases and people would show up, neighbors would show up, and they would be in our home, and she'd always open that door. Mm-hmm. She would always be talking to someone about something. But I just love that in you. Um, you don't get to get her, but you get me. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> with it. <laughs> wow, well, thank you. Okay, good. <laughs> but, 
Anyway, just going to say that to you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for that. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Pretty. I know your name. From the opening to the prayer to the declaration, my soul is on fire right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Truth Teller. (laughs) I love and appreciate you. That's all. Amen. That's enough. I love and appreciate you. Right? <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> we just love each other. That's all that is. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Good morning. This is Prophet. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. I just wanted to say two things. Um, the story not the story, the experience that you had with the, your um, foster kids, sons, and uh, the one about um, the son, your foster son who, you know, was texting you and asking you about committing suicide and um, him coming home and the shower part, coming out of the shower. And what a blessing and a gift it is to see um that God trusted you. He knew that you would be that lifeline for that child. Um, what a blessing it is to see that. What it's so sad the the part about him being hunched over, thinking you know something was going to happen. And but I just thank God for that story. I thank God that He um, had you there to show that little boy that there's people in life who will love him just like the Lord would. So thank you so much for that. It was just so beautiful on so many levels. Um, And then the second thing is when you were talking about if you don't add to it, if something doesn't add to your life, it takes it away. And I just, the way I think God just gave me just like two times zero is zero. (laughs) And I remember when I was a kid and was learning that it, was kind of odd you know you learn math one plus one is two but but if it's two times zero (laughs) I hope this makes sense to somebody um the zero it takes everything away so I don't I just thank you so much for your share I love you and have a blessed day everyone amen amen let me I'm sorry somebody about to say something let me let me say this real quick before you speak after I realized what happened, I literally went looking for him. Um, but I didn't just go looking for him. I, I went looking for him, honey, and he would have got it. I would have jumped on him. I would have fought him. Um, and, and it wasn't about the stuff. It was about how it made me feel. And what it made me do was think about how God must feel when we come and rob him with our requests for more than what we can handle, with with our requests for uh, a better this and a greater that, when in fact we haven't accepted the gift that he gave us, and that's the gift to lose ourselves and trust his process. I was so angry because I couldn't control that he didn't understand that I loved him. 
that I would have done anything for him. And as a, a mother does, we get frustrated when our kids don't do what they're supposed to. As a father does, you get frustrated when the outcome doesn't look like what you think it should, but it never negates the love that we have for our children. Unless something is wrong with you, unless you off and and your heart is just nasty and rocky and stony and don't get it twisted. There are some people who that's who they are. But once you start to understand um, that we don't have to um, take anything, he who loses his life will gain it. God has a way um, of showing us ourselves and in that moment, the revelation of the fact that I had once upon a time been nasty, stinky, and dirty, that I had been filthy in my thinking, um, and not just about perversion, but the perverted thought that I was not what God promised I am, that I could not do the things that God promised that I can do, that I would not become um, in, in the manifested presence of people everything that he had already declared from the foundation of the earth. That was um, the thing that he showed me through this my anger, and and I, he simply stated, I could have been just as angry with you. It was like when that baby walked in that door, it was like nothing ever happened. That's how God's love is for us when we return to him. And Lisa, you probably coined it best in giving the uh, the picture of the prodigal son. Listen, I when when the son came back and said, listen, I'll, I'll just come and work as a slave. That's impossible. I've a, you're my child. <laughs> you're my, you can never be a slave. All we can ever do is be his children. You gotta, if, if you get that revelation and understand that you're his son, I don't care what my kids do. Listen, I got one that Demaria, he wears me out. You hear me? Demaria keeps he don't care how many times I say no, hey mama. Hey mama. Hey mama. Because if he don't know nothing else, I may not give him exactly what he wants, but I'm gonna give him at least something to say, listen, out here, boy, go on, get on out of here. Right? And and that's God's love for us. <laughs> There is nothing that he will withhold from you. And he gave you inside of you a living compass, a living guide, a living GPS system, which means, listen, 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 you cannot fail. Even your failures are a favor. Amen. Somebody was about to say something. Go ahead. Good morning, Dion. This is Tracy. I'm just like, I'm so full um, and I'm so grateful to God for you. I, I, You remind me of my mother. My mom did the same thing. She took people in and when I was younger, I couldn't understand it, but I was one of those people that she took in when I was a baby and she nurtured me. And I see that love. You have a warm and a beautiful heart and you're selfless. You always look out for, and you've always looked out for me. And I could say that when I was in the hospital, and you took time to come up and pray for me, and to teach me, and to just love me, to meet me right where I have been. I just want to say thank you. 
just I just want to say thank you. I love you, sweetie. Anybody else? Yes, uh, Pastor Dion, this is Sister Sylvia. Um, it seems, um, you know, sometimes we get on a particular topic or subject and it just seems to show up everywhere. Like yesterday, um, my Bible study for my church had mentioned that towards the end about a young man that had thought about committing suicide and pastor was telling us how he had to counsel that person. And then again, and then it came up today as you were doing your, um, sharing your experience with this young man. And, um, you know, I want to hold it in, but I'm just going to say it. I had to ask my seminary school yesterday, go in the building and say, I need you to open up the chapel. I just needed to go lay on the altar. And, um, they open it up and let me go in. I just poured my heart out to God. Um, because my granddaughter, who will be 16 on Sunday, when you don't, all I know is to just give her to God. I, I've tried, I've ministered, I've poured into her. And, you know, a few weeks ago, uh, she was on a, a unit at St. Mary's because she thought about it. She told her she thought about it daily, committing suicide. And her dad did that when she when she was 11. And ever since then, it seemed like some darkness has been trying to lure her to come join him. I'm just being honest. And it's been a long uphill challenge. And, you know, she's involved with my youngest daughter. Her and her mom can't even be together right now. And, you know, she, she's looking good and, you know, picked herself up. But she it came out on the way to school yesterday when the psychiatrist called about medicine. Yes, I still feel this way um, most of the time. And so, where's where she, where she at? Excuse me? Where's she at? Where's she at now? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's uh, in Vallejo at my youngest daughter's house. But she it goes, they've been taking care of her and my uh, son in law for the last couple of weeks. Right, after, she got out. after the call, call me. I'm going over there. Well, she's going to probably be leaving to go to school. They're going to be taking her. I'm, not, to I'm not talking about it. Oh, you mean they're going to put her back in the hospital? Well, just call, call no, no, me no, after the call. No. Okay, I'll call you after the call. Yeah, just call me after the call. So let me let me share this story really quick. I, I had a um, a lady, and, and yeah, I want you to hear me when I say this. See, see that this is – the Holy Spirit is so um, – when you give yourself permission to not have to have all the answers, to not have to get it. I, I had a um, a lady that she used to call me a best friend and all the stuff, and something happened. She got mad at me because I said something that was true, which I'm accustomed to. I don't have a problem with sacrificing a season for a lifetime. And one day I got a, a phone call, and so I was kind of surprised to see her name pop up on my caller ID because she just one day decided she wasn't going to speak to me anymore, which, you know, which is fine. It it happens. It goes with who I am and what I'm called to do. She called me and she was screaming and crying, screaming at the top of her lungs, beyond, please come help, come help, come help. And so I was like, okay, well, come help, do what? Well, uh, my sister is, is trying to kill herself and, um, she sent this morbid message, this, that, and the third. And so 
I said, okay, um, well, where, where is she? And so she gave me some instructions. I got in my car. I drove around looking for her. Well, long story short, she was in a hotel. And so she and I met up at the hotel. And and so when I walked in the door, um, she was really upset because she didn't want anybody to come and try to rescue her from this attempt to kill herself. And so she went on to tell the story. Now, in, in deliverance ministry, there are certain things that you do, certain questions that you ask, but what what I understand is when somebody is resigned to make a decision. One of the things about the spirit of suicide and or death, it is always tied to several different things, right? Um, discovering what that looks like takes relationship with Holy Spirit so that you know what questions to ask, um, when to push, when to pull back, when to be really, really stern. And so long story short is she said, I don't care what y'all say. I'm tired of doing this. And so I sat right there in the room um, with her sister. And and so I kind of chuckled, which completely threw her off. <laughs> and I said, well, i tell you what I'm going to do. She, they, she had been asking some things of the Lord for, she said, about 10 years. And so the things that she had been asking the Lord, I declared um, by faith through the power of the Holy Spirit, not only would they come to pass, but they would come to pass so fast that it would blow her mind. I said, can you just do me a favor? Now, if you're going to kill yourself, go on ahead. Uh, if you need me to run, go get you a butter knife. I'll do that. However you want to do it, you need some Christmas tree lights, you can strum them over the top of the shower curtain rod. Well, that's just me and my silly sense of humor. And so we laughed. I said, will you, get, will you give him 24 hours? She said, well, yeah, I'll give him 24 hours. I said, all right, if you don't answer in 24 hours, girl, I'll take you down there to the gun shop and you want a gun. If I'll take you, <laughs> run you to the, and I know y'all might say, you just as crazy. Well, I trust what's inside of me to be the dictate of how I approach any situation as it relates to deliverance. Well, long story short, the one thing that she had been asking for was a permanent residence. Within 24 hours, she got a phone call from the person that she had talked to the day before, and she got her place. Now, um, I said all of that to say, there are, when you start to stand up in identity, when you start to understand that Holy Spirit will give you strategy, he will give you strength, and, and certain things we are not called to beg for or to plead for. We command it as his sons. Listen, your father owns all of this. Everything here, kit and caboodle, from the houses to the land to the car, everything here belongs to God. We don't have access even to the liberty for those that are important to us when we don't recognize the power and authority that we stand in. So I am declaring and decreeing this morning that you would begin to walk into identity as if you had never not lived there. 
that you would begin to believe God for things that make absolutely no sense in such a way that it blows your mind. And, and I'm not saying God is a genie because he is not. But there are certain things that we have access to as sons of God with authority and power. There are things that we can ask God to do almost instantly, things he will break when we start to destroy old altars, altars that we've erected to protect ourselves. But it starts with a decision. You've got to decide that you believe what God says and everything else is a lie. Because listen, everything else is a lie. We are spiritual before we are natural. You were a purpose before you were a person. You are spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Take that in. Consume that. To mange, that means to digest and or to eat in French. Listen, take it into yourself and hold on to it. Stand in it confidently. Amen. I'm sorry. Anybody else? So boxing. Anybody that word, else? That word is fire. Fire. Up in my bones this morning. Amen. Amen. Wow. Um, all I could say after that is is just what you said. Amen. I was like, well, does she just mic drop and walk away? Um, great share. I mean, so powerful. God bless you. Amen. Amen. I feel the same way, just saying amen with my mouth was wide open. <laughs> and I felt like you just, like you said, you dropped the mic. That was um, very powerful, Dion. Um, just thank you um, for this morning. Amen. 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 God be praised. Good morning, This is Mary. Hey, Mary. I just, I just want to pray God's blessing over your life. Um, because you're such an instrument in his hand, um, just just there for others. So I just, just pray God's blessing over your life, that he strengthens you, and that your eyes see everything his heart say to you. And Amen. that you respond. God bless you. Thank you, Mary, for that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. God bless. Thank you. I'm out of my background, but... Isn't it amazing how when we allow the Holy Spirit, when we yield, as you just said, to the Holy Spirit, how he prepares us to be prepared for the process, for the task and or assignment, and we miss all the signs and just fall into the hole. But he's so gracious that he'll still stand there and extend an arm. This is what I was preparing you for. So we'll know next time. Yeah, so that's so dope. I just... I, I always, I like the way he functions me when the enemy is coming. Here he comes. Mm-hmm. Be watchful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a real thing. Not, yeah, like when you build a relationship, you, 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 you get to hear the trumpet before uh, the enemy comes in the camp. So, grace you, you know I absolutely love you. 
Amen. I love you too. You guys, you you got to remember that that back in the day, Paul's shadow <laughs> healed people. Just him walking in a room heals people. You got to know that there's a different realm of power for us to operate in. It's got to be more than going to church. That's whack. Enough. I don't care. Listen, I don't care. I like going to church because I like people. But I used to be a kid saying to myself, there's got to be more. There's got, this, this can't be it. it it's got to be more than dancing and shouting. It's got to be more than shout music. It's got to be more. Got to be more. Right, we got to get to a point where we long to be uh, participants in the more. Remember, I said it, it should add our responsibility as believers, not as churchgoers, is to add to the body of Christ. This is the question: When is the last time your life was so lit that somebody asked you, "What church do you go to?" When is the last time you've been in a standard environment and somebody just simply asked, now, who are you? Now, where do you come from? Now, what do you do? Our light should be so impactful in the earth that people ask questions. They want to know the God that you know. Your life should be a reflection of his love and his light in such a way that it transitions you from, from existing right, from survival to momentous living. When I was 20, I guess 26, 27, I don't know how old I was when I opened that shop, the Lord told me to name my salon, Salon Deliverance. (laughs) I didn't know I was me, though. I didn't know I was me. And at that time, I was so religious. Oh, my sweet baby Jesus. I love God, but I didn't understand sonship. I didn't understand the difference between kingdom citizenship and Christianity. I'm far more than a Christian. (laughs) I'm the daughter of a king. That's the type of, some people will call it uh, arrogance. I don't care nothing about what they think. Listen, I know who I am today. Listen, that took at least 40 years. Right? But it took me 40 years so it don't have to take you 40 years. Does that make sense? Who would name their salon Salon Deliverance? Now, that just sounds flat out churchy. Lord have mercy. And by the time it was all said and done, uh, when I would go round up the prostitutes and bring them into the shop and do their hair for free, and people used to talk about me, I didn't know why I was doing it. <laughs> And look, one of them probably on this call right now today. I used to go get her all the time. Honey, you so high, your high is high. Come sit down. And I would comb her hair, and she would go to prison, and she would call my salon phone collect. She would write me letters in prison and tell me how this is this and that is that. It's 30 years, 25, 30 years later, and, and she on this call. She may not be on here today, but she mostly is. I don't know if you there. You there, lady? If you are, say something. But I'm saying all of that to say our life already has a plan, y'all. 
there are things that God will unction you to do and your common sense will talk you out of what your spirit knows to do because it's not something you've seen. Right? After sometimes my life is unrecognizable to me in contrast to who I had created to survive. <laughs> I mean, I made a I made a whole monster to survive. You hear me? I made a whole Mac straight up to survive when all I had to do was agree with Holy Spirit. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Anybody else? Okay, I normally don't say nothing, Dion, but I got to say something. Miss Carla, you know, I don't say much, but I just want to say, girl, that's, I mean, everything that you're saying is just right on point. Everything. It's just so, like, all the things that God keeps saying over and over to all of us, you know, you are, he's the king, you know, and we have so many things that, he is yet trying to get us all to just just surrender to and walk in and just move in it, you know. And it's always a blessing every time I've been gone for a minute, come back, and just God is just so favorable. And he just wants us to know how much he loves us in spite of everything that has ever happened and every place that we've been. He's just constantly trying to just get us to surrender, surrender to what he has for us without limitation, not looking to church. Because like you said, it's not about church. And I think, and it's, and it's not in a way that he's saying church is not important, but the most important thing is him and what he has for us to do on this earth. Because we are yet constantly doing things that are that are um, contrary, or doing things that God does want us want us to do, but yet we're still not opening completely up to what He has planned for us to do. And I'm just uh, I'm just overflowed this morning, and I just want to say thank you, like I always do. God bless you. God bless you. Let it continue to encourage all the women and men that are on the line, because trust me, I've been doing this, what, five, six, I don't even know how many years now, but I just will say that um, God is just yet faithful, and he never, (laughs) he ceases to amaze me every time I show up, every time, every time, every time, so thanks again, thanks again, thanks again. (laughs) Go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. It's Krishanda again. I was just going to keep this quiet, but I just, one of the things that keeps resonating um, uh, is we are helpers one to another. I mean, it's just really loud. Like I felt like I, I had to say it. We are helpers one to another. Going back on me. Amen. Listen, when, when God wants to bless you, when God wants to impart something on you, he sends you a person. And that is scriptural. That's not my opinion. Um, By the grace of God, um, he has always put people in my path that taught me how, um, because I've always been peculiar. I didn't understand. I've been taking people in since I used to convince my mom and my grandma and 
if whoever I was living with at the time, so and so don't have nowhere to go. <laughs> can can they come stay here for a few days? That that was that was my life, right? And so it all of us have a thing inside of us that um if you just mm, allow God to refine your identity in him. And that that's what I feel like more than anything he's doing. There's no difference between me and every single person under the sound of my voice. The only difference is I yield to what I don't understand because I've learned to trust him now. Now that was not always my case. I, I remember, you know, initially being a young a young girl, um some of my gifts are not even as sharp as they used to be because it started to scare me because I was weirding people out. I wasn't trying to weird people out. Um, I could just hear. I, I could hear. And um, <laughs> and so I've really been asking the Lord to restore some of those things that I asked, man, you could have this. Because now everybody looking at me like I'm some type of kookadook. Um, and and it's it's uncomfortable, but I'm at a place right now where I don't long for acceptance. I am accepted in the beloved. The more your identity is refined through the power of the Holy Spirit, now not through some, uh, not through sage, not through crystals, not through consulting with a medium or a witch or a, a shaman or none of that. From through the power of the Holy Spirit, if you allow him to refine your life, you literally become an axe in the hand of the master, right? You literally become the thing that, that helps people to be separated from the world and come into the truth of the knowledge of Christ. But it's a process. Your life is meant to be a magnet of the things of the kingdom, but you have to be a willing participant. It means that you have to decide that your life has value, not because of what you have or what you don't have. I'm talking about your life in general is an addition. It is multiplication. It is the thing that adds to the body of Christ daily, right? Anytime somebody follows us, they are going somewhere. Right? The question I keep asking is if they follow you, are you a secret agent? Do they not know you're a believer? Do you walk around powerless? If you do, it is because you still reject the truth of who God says you are. If you're fasting today, and even if you're not in your prayer time and in your devotion, and if you don't have some of that, you need to get some. Ask the Lord to show you who you are show you how he sees you. And if you make that commitment, right, to not just ask, but then after you ask, be quiet. And listen, I promise your spirit will tell you things and get you in and some paper and write down what he says of you. Write down the thing. He will start to expose things in your heart that keep you from hearing clearly. Make an active decision. Commit to the process. It will change your entire life. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Dion, this is Monica H. Thank you for that declaration. I wasn't going to say nothing. 
you know, because I feel like every time I come on here and you talk and you be all in my business. And I just thank God. So I thank God for the anointing on your life because that was me some years ago. I did everything you just said. I could not see myself the way God saw me. I thought God had made this mistake. It was no way possible. And I just, from that moment on, I just gave up. You know, I was like, I can't do none of this, right? And God let me drive myself into a, a real dark place until I gave up, till I was like, <laughs> he going to be in hell if I make my place there. He's right. going to be in hell if I sin there. So I might as well give up because ain't nowhere I can go trying to get right. away from it's called, you know, these things. And so when I finally surrendered, you know, um, I mean, you said so much that I relate to, and I can't think of it all because I'm listening to you, but I got a lot of stuff on my mind. Um, but you are on it because everything you said, I feel like that's what God has revealed to me. Like I had to surrender and I was telling um, Swanita the other day, I said, girl, when I was in this dark place, God would show me me doing something. And I was like, now how I'm going to do that? And I'm over here, right? Like I could be in this dark place, but I see myself somewhere else doing something for God. And I could just see it. And um, I was like, am I tripping? You know, I couldn't understand it, but it's like what you said. I had somebody tell me the exact same thing. Look, if you tell me anything else and it come to pass, I'm getting a heck away from you. Mm-hmm. And then I realized not too long ago, I had to tell that exact same person. I said, listen, I'm not double down in who I am to please nobody. And I'm not going to lose what I got anymore because I refuse to accept God, who I was, to God, because other people wanted me to be something different because it was too much for them. You know what I'm saying? And I and I relate to that acceptance, wanting to be accepted, but I had this, this thing on me that made me an outcast everywhere I go. Yeah. And so, and so I was like, tired of it. And I'm going to tell you something that you said that I'm going to share with you what God told me. He said, Monica, you got to be willing to walk alone. See, because this thing that God has given us, it, 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 you, when you show up, you, you better know that mouth is going to be a, a, a pen of a ready writer. You're going to be speaking everything that he said and whoever don't like it, you know, they got to take it up with God because that's what he had to teach me. He said, listen, you are my messenger. You tell them what I told you to say and you leave it with them because after you give them the message I gave you, it's between me and them what they do with it. And after that, I realized, okay, I'm not responsible for the outcome. All I got to do is tell them Oh, yeah, you know, I don't got a problem with that. I'll tell you, you could be mad because God asked me one time, who you rather be mad at you, them or yeah. me? 
I said, oh, I'd rather have him mad at me, you know. So today that I'm, I'm in that place where I've been asking God the same thing, Lord, restore it to me. Because I used to see things go, and I would get on the floor and bury my face like, God, why are you showing me this? What yeah. do you want me to do? You know, I don't, I don't understand why you're showing me this. You know, and it used to frighten me. But yeah. to, I think I'm starting to understand a little bit more um, about what it is he wants from me, you know. And so I move in that way today because my relationship with God means more than anything in this whole world to me because he has been the best thing that ever happened to me. And I'm going yeah. with Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, some of the things that God tells and shows me, I hate. But I, I don't care. I, at this point, I ain't got nothing to lose. Whatever, and you don't, you don't gotta like me. We don't gotta be friends in order for us to do this kingdom. Let's get it in, and we ain't gotta kick it or nothing. But about building this kingdom, it's whatever on mine. Period. Hey, Dion, this is Georgia. Um, hey, Georgia. Hey, so ever since last year, I don't remember what month it was, and when we did sanctification, that's when my journey from losing myself to getting more in Christ began. And mm-hmm. I started to I started to um first I started losing a couple friends and that that, that had me in my feelings but I got over it. Then um my family started act seemed like they started acting weirder towards me because I didn't feel like I was uh changing so much as growing, even though that is change. Um and um I lost so much, so much of what I used to want and what I used to like just started dropping off and falling off. And so that sanctification process was just really monumental for me. It it, it really started to help better me. Um, and now, now that uh, the the topic this month is Holy Spirit, it it, it just con- it didn't convict me. It was confirmation. That even though there are a lot of things that I let go, God is finding those things in that in those in those corners of my life that I still need to let go. And I've been hearing the Holy Spirit, but I just go like, no, 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 it can't be that. And it probably is that. So um, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for this word because the life that I want at this point don't have nothing to do with the world. I could care less about a lot of things that I used to care about. When God took the, the need for validation from others away from me, it was like all I need is God validation. That's all I need. And mm-hmm. um, now I'm at a point where, okay, God, I, I want you to use me. And he's saying there's some things that you still have to let go of. And I know exactly what they are. But today, like I said, this wasn't conviction. It was more so confirmation. It was like, okay, well, starting starting today, starting now, I mean, I I, I I I'm over it. I am ready to just go all out for God. And one funny thing that I notice is one one funny thing that I notice is I'm I'm outspoken online. You you know that I've outspoken online, but uh, with my silliness, like with social media, I make content videos and all of that. 
And the more, the closer I've been getting to God, some some reason I've been shy to be more vocal about God's love. And I would like to put that into my content through my personality, let God use me how he wants to. But sometimes I feel like the enemy is um, making me timid in that area. But I'm I'm ready to bust out of that and um, use my voice for God in that platform that way, because I feel like that's what's calling me so strongly by the Holy Spirit. It's like, okay, well, you know, you can, you can still use this content thing how you want. You can't use it how you want to anymore. I need you to use it for my good now. And so that, mm -hmm, and so that's what the Holy Spirit has been telling me. And I've been holding back on it. I don't know why, because it's like, I, I don't, I don't hide my love for him, but it's just a timidness there. But I'm ready to let it go now. So anyway, like I said, today was confirmation, and I'm just very grateful for this call. I'm very grateful for you. Amen. Amen. I'm going to say this um, as we get ready to wrap up, as we are at the top of the hour. Sometimes we don't understand what God is doing in the moment. Um, I want to encourage you to know that He is not confused about who he's already said you are. It is your responsibility um, to own who you are no matter who it costs you, not no matter what it costs you. Because let me me explain. Sometimes it's going to cost you people. And and sometimes you want to hold on to the, the people that you thought were lifetime when they are only a season. And you got to be willing to walk away um, without being angry, without holding a grudge, without being frustrated um, with God or with them. It's par for the course. Now, I'm going to say this, and you guys do with it what you want. Um, I I appreciate um, all of, of your words of gratitude and all of that. I don't require any of that. God gets all the glory every single time. If, in fact, you've been blessed, you don't got to bless me, but this is a word to sow a seed in. Your life follows your word, and I don't know if you get it, and, and this I learned by process. We plant seeds in things that cause us to grow. Thank you for thank you, but there is a level of honor. And for once upon a time, I wouldn't do this. This is one of those words. If it bless you, my name is Dion. I'm not declare victory. They're two different things. If it bless you, if it encouraged you, my encouragement is to sow a seed in today's word, whatever it is, and allow God to begin to implement those same things, that same boldness, that same courage that's already in you to be activated by the supernatural impartation and empowering of the Holy Spirit. Now, y'all can do with that whatever you want, but I'm learning how to open my mouth when he says it. I don't care. How, I don't. I'm, this is not a hustle to me. God takes very, very good care of me. I promise you he does. So that being said, if nobody has anything else, anybody, anybody before we go, anybody. Hi, beautiful radical midwife. It's kindness. Um, Hi, you basically, you know, shut the door. I'm not trying to reopen it because I'm sitting over here soaking in the spirit. You have me with goosebumps on my legs. 
And you know me, it's hard for me to hold back. So I wanted to jump in about five people ago, but I'm just feeling so good in the spirit <laughs> and just spending time with the, you know, Almighty this morning. But the sister before you hit on it, and then you just basically closed the door with it. You know, we have to go through certain things. Like you said, it's part of the process. And my question to God, and I just want to share it because, like I say, people see this Kim and they see me smile and they see me happy. They don't know what I've been through. And I, I know that I have a very big platform that's not for Kim, it's for God. And it's, I know that because of the places that he puts me and the people that he puts me before. But I do still have this fear, even though I talk a lot, I don't, like, the, the, the spirit of the Lord overwhelms me. It's breathtaking. It saved my life. It removed me from so much. I won't go deep today. I just want to say that coming up as a little child, if you know, if you've been on this line, I'm from the streets. I'm from one of the coldest games in the Bay Area. I was raised through it. I didn't hear I love you. You know, none of that stuff. So I had my kids young. And sorry, y'all, moving around, working, cleaning, working, all the stuff. I'm tired. I'm hot. But I'm so blessed. And I'm just enjoying God this one. I got to tell y'all. I didn't understand when I had kids, and I wanted love, right? We want this family. All we want, we think of love when we think of life. And I didn't understand why I didn't have it. I'm like, if I didn't feel it, I don't got a family. God who? God where? Because I don't see him. I ain't felt him. I ain't never felt him, right? But I realized the day he was preparing me for a process. Because when I say kindness, honey, I even ask God, like, why I got to be so nice? Why I got to be the one full of love when I'm surrounded by all this? Why? You know, I, I, I have been in that place where I had to question God. But I'm so full of love, and I have now been in position because of God to teach my mama how to love, to teach my family how to love, to go back to the streets and pull up people that never even heard it because I didn't hear it or never felt it and show them what it looks like and walk in it, not because of who Kim is, because of who God is. When they say, dang, you blessed. No, we blessed. You just got to know who you are. Like you said, sis, we're children of the king. And I went through hell and back, but baby, I stand. I went through the mud and I came out. I ain't gonna say I ain't dirty. I'm not, no, I ain't dirty. I'm a little dusty though, I'll be honest. I'm dusty, okay? But I'm covered in his blood and he keeps me. He keeps us all. So it's a process. I had to go through life not feeling loved. I was 20 some years old with kids, feeling suicidal, feeling like God let me down, whoever he was. And he came to me and said, That lady when you were five years old, the maid at the motel that took you to church, that was me. When you got to your grandma's house because your mama was missing for a week. And, and the brother decided to come take all these kids and look lost to church. That was me, the same man that walked me down the aisle because I didn't have a daddy from the church house. And then God showed me that. He revealed it to me like I've always been there. I never leave you or forsake you. So I just thank God to be standing before each of y'all. Y'all my family. I love you. I'm happy I ain't seen your face. But I'm so blessed to be here. You guys encourage me and inspire me. And I'm just thankful that God came and pulled me out. That plant, that plant that was in the, in the, in the soil that had the seeds thrown on it. And then the dirt thrown on it, six feet under, I was ready to go. But see, I didn't know I had to break through that dirt. And I had to bust yeah. loose to be this beautiful rose that God made me to be. Love y'all. I know we over time. Thank you for letting me express this morning. Decompress. No. You're fine. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? I just want to say, can you guys keep me in prayer? I'm feeling very anxious, and I know I have God and stuff like that, but at this particular time, I just need your prayers because I'm trying to let God do the work, but sometimes flesh wants to get in the way, 
We just ask you for prayer right now. Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for Cynthia. Thank you for her life, God. I pray that you would teach her your way, God, that you would open up the eyes of her understanding and remind her of who she is in you. I thank you that your word declares that the peace of God shall guard our hearts and our minds. And I thank you in advance that you'll teach her to trust you and help her to make a decision to stand fast in that. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Dion. Hey, Jr. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to, I just wanted to write, because um, I'm not really technically inclined. I just wanted to write down your, your cash app handle. Okay, it's uh, the Is radical midwife. Mm-hmm. It's the radical midwife. Okay, and that's that's your cash app handle. It is. Thank you, Dion. You're welcome, Jr. Thank you. Anybody else? Amen. Well, I pray that something that was said today encourages you, inspires you, empowers you to live your best life now. For those of you that are in the Bay Area, I posted um, an event on my page. It's not my event. It's um, someone else's. It's in the month of July. Um, If you've never heard of Yvette Carpenter, she is a powerhouse. Now, if you know anything about me, I don't particularly care for driving no distance to go to church. (laughs) It's in Sacramento. Um, But there are tickets on sale. She is a a force to be reckoned with. She is um said something to me that like literally revolutionized my thought process. Um and I would encourage all that can and will to register for the event. Um it would be super dope to be able to hang out with some of you guys that are here in the Bay Area. Um, if you just go to Dion Jackson on Facebook um, and and find the flyer, registration is currently open now. And I am absolutely positive, I mean absolutely positive, that it will bless your life. And it will be a great time for us to meet, connect, and hang out um, while we are further empowered to live this life out loud. So um, that's just a plug for Chantel Cotton, who is the host, who I've known all my life. Um, But yeah, it's going to be a fire event. So I just wanted to invite those I've already registered. I'm I'm going if don't nobody go. I wouldn't miss it if I had nothing else to do. It's one of them kind. <laughs> and I don't really ascribe to that. <laughs> Just FYI, I don't really be tripping like that. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, they're cool, but yeah, but no, this is not that. This that that other kind. It's that deliverance kind. So I just wanted to open that um invitation to you all before we go. Um outside of that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you say her name again, please? Um, so the her name is Yvette Carpenter. Okay. Thank I mean, you so much. Are not uh, 
oh, wait, I'm telling a whole story. It's Yvonne Capehart, C-A-P-E-H-E-A-R-T. Yvonne Capehart. Okay. But the, the, um, the flyer itself is on my page. It's called Real Talk Candid Conversations. So you'll, you'll see it. Thank you so much. No problem. All right, you guys. I'll hear you at 5 o'clock this evening for those of you that are fasting. Um, for those of you that are not, we will hear you tomorrow morning. Same bat station, same bat time. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, guys. Love you, Radical. Love all of y'all. God bless. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. Amen. Amen.